Yes, yeah, a Wednesday afternoon. Uh, it was a hard rain. It's letting up a little bit. I'm uh, painting in my studio, a little rain pitter-patter on the tin roof. And I figured uh send a little voice memo that doesn't need editing, that could just get dropped in the feed so that the people stay interested, you know. Because, you know, that first Tuesday and then they're, they're not, you're looking at your feed and then you remember, oh, they're taking a break. They're having an existential crisis or whatever. I don't know that. I don't have any inside information. I'm just, you know, like everybody else going, what's happening? You know, my buddy at work who listens, he's like, what's going on? I can't believe it. The beginning of a month off. I'm like, yeah, man, they got to get their shit together. You know, they got to get their head straight. They got to figure out who they are in the world and what they're doing here. And uh, we all got to figure that out. You know what I'm saying? So now it's Wednesday afternoon. Even on the worst, um, the worst of times, uh, EPM would come out by Wednesday afternoon at this point. So, yeah, this is the point where you start having those little pangs of... Uh, withdrawals you know what i'm saying like you've been a smoker and you're you've, you're going on your second day or something and you're just like okay really want a cigarette right now but uh you know i don't even care basically because first of all david doesn't even like me he's made that clear he well he probably likes me okay i mean he asked me he's like oh my brother's a fan and would you send him something for his birthday? So I sent, I hooked him up. I sent him a whole care package. I think he got like a sweet jacket, a hoodie even. Stickers, I don't know, a bunch of cool stuff. And then David sends me a book that he, uh, uh, about pencil sharpening. And he signs in the, in the beginning of the book to my arch enemy. So, you know, I think, I think that's pretty good. Being the, um, Arch Enemy of David Reeves seems like a pretty cool title, you know. We have these trading cards at work that I made, and uh, they're employee trading cards. So if you want one, you know, we make these little baseball cards. We take your picture on the front, and uh, you get a number. And then on the back, you have little stats like why you love Gainesville and what's your secret power. And there's you, you can answer a list of questions, and your spirit animal they're cute little baseball cards. And uh, one of the questions is, who's your arch enemy? So on my card, uh, Dave, David Rees is my arch enemy. Uh, so, yeah, whatever. Do I really care about my arch enemy? Whatever. He's, you know, dealing with his life. And then John, you know, yeah, I kind of miss John, like... Uh, he always says he's all I like the way I like the way he speaks so much. He has such great diction. Um, he is enjoyable to listen to. And I mean, I'm not trying to copy him in any way, shape or form. I'm just trying to like think about how he pronounces things clearly and uh, how interesting that is. Uh, but anyway, it ain't no big thing. I mean, look, people. It's just a month. Gives you a chance to just, uh, you know, 
I don't know, stop thinking about stupid shit, you know? Start thinking about serious shit, you know? Like the Gators who beat UN, is it UNC Charlotte? I think it's UNC Charlotte this last Saturday. I'm sorry, John. I mean, that's the thing. I mostly feel bad. I mean, that's not his team now. His team is UNC 49ers, which is different than UNC Charlotte. Because one's in Chapel Hill and one's in Charlotte. But regardless, you know, we, we had to beat that team. And uh, we, didn't, we didn't beat them like we beat Tennessee. We kind of just eked it out. It was an embarrassing win, but... We did have one of the greatest catches of all time, a, one, a leaping one-handed catch by Ricky Pearsall. I think that's his name. All right. I, I got a text, man. I got to go. My life is uh, so busy over here. I don't have time for this shit. I'm taking a month off. Yeah, so... Uh Monday. It's been almost two weeks since uh, APM went offline. And, uh, you know, I kind of stopped listening to a bunch of my regular podcasts. When you find the, the world's greatest podcast, you don't need a bunch of that fluffy podcast, you know? So I kind of, my feet had gotten kind of thin over the last couple years. And now, without EPM, what are you supposed to do, man? Like, with your life, you know? Like, it makes you question your whole life, I guess. I'm, uh... It's a pretty, pretty nice day in Florida. Real windy. I'm having a bonfire. Because um, I'm burning a bunch of yard yard debris. Sticks and stuff. I've been working in the yard all day. It's my day off. Thinking about uh, election profit makers, you know? Gators uh, lost pretty good this week. They got beat pretty bad by uh, wild Kentucky Wildcats. And, you know, they, they beat that, that number 11 Tennessee team. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, this coach is great. And then they lose to the Wildcats and unranked. And then everybody's like, oh, we got to get rid of this coach. You know, it's just like there's more to a team than the coach, you know. I mean, I get it. They're calling plays and motivating the team, but – you know, it's a, it's a whole deal, you know? Anyway, whatever. Uh, yeah, so it's all right, people. Just hang in there. We're halfway there. I mean, we're not quite halfway there, but uh, if they do play this, we'll probably be about halfway through this uh, horrible, terrible break, and then they'll probably come back and say, uh, yeah, we're done for good. I mean, no, they're going to come back and say, hey, we're back at it. You know, we... We rejuvenated our souls, you know. I guess. But me, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, um, I'm having an um, existential crisis. His real name was Tommy, but he didn't like that. He saw it was a sissy name, so he called people to call him Cool Joe. He paid him a buck, and so Cool Joe, he was so rich. Man, oh man, you know what he did? He carried around a huge Sony box and FM United States 
sunshine or whatever radio, did he? And he always went to fancy restaurants with all these ladies he liked. And so one night he was walking home from a restaurant meeting with one of his favorite girlfriends, Sue. Woo, Sue was a lover. And anyway, see, there was this time, and he was walking down the street, and it was late one night, 12 o'clock. So he was stopped. Because you know why? He said, you know, I think... It's too quiet around here. Might as well turn on my radio to a nice station. Might as well have a cigarette while I'm at it. First he had a cigarette. And then he turned on the radio. Give for your money. Well, then your name is Yankee Doodle. Hand it over. Yeah, yeah, yeah you tell him, George. Yeah, we're the Louis Brothers. Yeah, yeah. All right, you guys, shut up. Listen, boxy lady. You better scram. No! Regressing, disgracing, didn't know. Why are you walking to my switchblade? Yeah! <laughs> 
goes one foxy lady. Whoa! That'll teach you not to mess my foxy lady. Now I got rid of all those guys, and just to make sure, he opened up his coat in an inside pocket, pulled out a revolver. I don't want to do this, honey, but it's got to be done. See, and he opened up his mouth and went bang, stuffed a bullet down her throat. No, he just shot her, you know. No, she didn't. He, he, she just left him there, cut open, cut a little. And then he started walking down the street, whistling his favorite tune. to get it on the radio. Two days. Maybe I can get it on the radio. Yankee Doodle went to town. Can take it right in on a pony. With a stuck a feather in his hat. Yeah, and call it macaroni. What a nice tune. I think I better be going on to my part now. And on that, just then out of another alley came oh. two men. And on the front of their shirt, they said, watch out. On the back of the shirt, they said, you heard? And there's a picture of a switchblade. And they said, all right, don't be funny with us. Hand over the money. Oh, no, not again. Pulled out of this revolver. Bang! Bang! Shot them both in the heart. But then, then and then, out came a trans in. Out of the alley. The man jumped out and pumped that other guy full of lead. Pumped him with a machine gun. He took his Sony, stuffed it in the car, and all their cash. And he walked down the street and took all their cash. Luckily, nobody saw him. Oh, yeah, one one guy did see him, but he pumped him full of lead and took him cash. his cash. So he ran back to the car. Went, And he got out and ran into this old, old, old chap. He busted down the whip and locked it back up. Look what I got, boss! I got the whole thing! There was the most handsome man you could ever imagine. He was dressy. Man! You should have seen that house! Actually, it wasn't a house, it was a park. He went down and he busted and he got his key and went bang and shot that old dude in the, the apartment thing and ran up and said poof and knocked on the door and closed it behind him and went bang and locked it. He said, man, look at all this cash and that Sony radio. And he said, woo, hot stuff. There at a desk was the most handsome man you've ever seen in your whole life. They called him. Ready for this? Handsome Hal. His name was Hal the Killer for the policeman. He had killed 29 people in one month. That's a month of 29 days, you see. Could a person each day. He was really mean. Really, really mean. He was must have been the richest man. He had gotten all his money from dead bodies. Woo, he was so mean. And so they had a good night's sleep dreaming about money. And money, 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 and money.
And money! So I woke up the next morning, oh, oh, and bang, time to go to another murder job. <gasps> right, boss! Oh. <clears throat> well, um, might as well go. You know, Buster went over to an artillery store and steal some machine guns. We're low. It's ammo. Right, you are. Got just like, just like this. Run fast! He jumped out the door and went, Yeah! I can flying to the window! Bang! Well, I didn't go flying to the window. He used the door like a regular person. And you know what happened? That person who he'd shot, the other people would suddenly went, Whoo! And he had on his fake disguise. And there was a guy, and the, the apartment guy wasn't there who they had seen. So one of them got shot, so they reported him to the police. The police are now looking into files, but meanwhile, the apartment guy's in, the, in um, what's it called, a hospital, and he just got him with his stun bullet. They, they had really heavy stuff, man. Those two baddies. And so, it used to be three, but now it's only two. So they hid their money under their mattress. And see, and, they, and this new apartment guy was entered. Said, he said, can I go out? The apartment guy said, said, yeah, you can go out. He said, thanks. He went, bang, bang, pumped him fully until his ribs burst. And out came Lord. Man, man, man. No, I was just joking. He didn't shoot him at all. He hit his gun, went out, got his gems, and <laughs> Smash right into the artillery store window, and he shot everybody with an old gun. And he took all his machine guns down the rack and got ammo. And he jumped into his car, and by now people were cluttering around. A policeman going, yeah, yeah, they were shooting their shots in the air. So naturally, he poked a machine gun out the window, busted out the window, went bam, 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 bam. He loaded it before he shot it, of course. And shot those policemen. And so he got away and was running over people. And I hit a bump, 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 bump. And he went, and he said, hey, hey, thanks. And by the way, apartment man, bang, shot him good. And he ran up to the apartment house and went, and got inside. He said, okay, is the van ready? And he said, the man said, yeah, I got all this stuff. He had also gone to the grocery store and busted in there first, too. Well, the other man had gone to the grocery store. He walked. And so, man, oh, man, they pressed this button, and the floor slid open, and the floor slid open. And lo and behold, there was a truck. He pressed the button up, and the truck went up. And you know what happened? They jumped inside. Can you believe that? And you know what they did? They had the Superman had a machine gun on top of it. Oh, man, it was so fancy, so fancy. They've been working on it for about a, two months. They were really smart and mechanical brain. And you know what they did? They actually went through the door. They ran through the door and went... And they started going downstairs and all. And it was really weird. And they busted to the door and... And once they got to the lawn, they went push and a smash right through the fountain. They went push. They said, ah, I don't give a hoot about getting wet. So they went, ah, push. And they went, ah, push.
Everyone's going, stop the truck, stop the truck, man, really, please, man, these cars came in, you're going real crazy, like, woo, woo, bang, 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 they're shooting the tires and all, but the tires were metal, and like, ah, and I said, oh, no, a roadblock, so they got these spikes on their wheels, went, and these machine guns came out of the bombing truck, went, and blew that robot to bits, and so they were just going along, going, woo, 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 ha, ha, we, we're on easy street, ha, 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 they went, ah, and so it was really neat, and they were doing all this weird stuff, you know, and they were busting through all the citizen party, and they were running around flamingos, and, uh, and you know what happened? They went away, and they were never seen again. Until now, this was the most horrifying story New York can ever tell. They've never been captured. That was the story of the mystery truck. This is the story of the mystery truck. Returns. While the mystery truck was away, it was never seen. You know what happened? They had this war, and it's it's on the James Bond tape. It's called New York. It's called um. It's either called Sunny Radio, or it's called um the Alley Men of New York. See, it's really weird because um. They had this big fight in New York. It's all cuckoo, loco, like. Well, anyway, they were repairing it. They just finished repairing it. Um, Mr. Truck came back. Well, the Mr. Truck didn't come back. It was late one night. It was 1 o'clock. It was past curfew. What do the bad guys care? Well, see, they, they were in this, this little airplane. They had be the bad guy and the other man, his assistant, and they had this airplane, and they were flying around, and nobody saw them until this one police guy who was patrolling the streets went, what the darn heck, and he, went, and he started shooting the plane, and the plane, and the guy said, ah, he let him shot him, everybody started coming out, story, by now everybody packed a machine gun in case of the mystery truck. And all the kids and all they were shooting away, going woo woo, bang, 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 bang. And they shot the plane. And the wind caught on fire. The engine, and it went down. And went right into the wine store. Until it got the liquor and all. No, I mean into a gas station. And so they had to get out because the moon was on fire. And it got into a gas pump. The gas pump was leaking. So they ran and ran and ran as fast as they could. And it bang, blew up the whole gas station and the plane. And the women all settled down, they ran in the plane and got out machine guns went <laughs> And then all it was this big fight and all and then they got captured and they were in prison for life and they tracked down the mystery truck and blew it up. And they used it for good uses and turned it into a police truck. Everybody was so happy. It was really weird, everybody going, oh yeah, the mystery truck stopped, but literally they know, the guy, before they put him in jail, they didn't bother to check him or anything, and he had a little mini torch, and one night, he broke open the cell, and then, bang, he was back in that cell with a broken head. Well, that is the story of the mystery truck returns, that's not a very long story, but you know what? The mist. There's this other man that they had hired, and he came in one night, and he was 
dressed as a regular guy. I know what he did. He was in his apartment, and he had brought along a dagger, so people would walk by and he'd go, and shove him inside. And he did got that to about five people before they found him, and they put him in prison for life. They hung him or something, gave him to the chair or whatever. And everybody was all happy and all. They had a really great time. That's really neat. And then, lots of stories of Mr. Troy. Now we're going to do, um, um, the alley, the alley men. We'll see. Long, late, 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 late one night. Three o'clock in the morning. Well, really dark. It was all dark and all, and then it was so foggy. And this man was walking along, this old man. And he was walking along. Nobody paid any attention to him. Well, it was about nine, it was about 11 o'clock. And it, they didn't have curfew yet. And then the curfew bell rang. Bong, bong, bong. Whatever and all. And so the man hit an alley, and he came out. He had on this disguise of a young man. And that was just a disguise of the old man. He hung him up and put a dagger in the mask. And stuck it into this, put the mask on the street and let the cars run over it. There's this man, and he was walking along the alley and all. And then he saw this other man who was running to get into his house. He went, yeah, and stabbed him in the back and went, ugh. <laughs> took all his cash and all and then he went away and nobody ever saw him and nobody ever will only I know his name his name is <laughs> stop it <laughs> his name is No one will ever know my name because I will take off my mask. <laughs> Nobody will ever see me again. I am the struggle. I am after Doctor Who.